Hello and welcome back to the Chattergate podcast where we normally talk random crap, you know, you, you, topics here and there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, occasionally we do do reviews. This is one of those occasions. Uh, I'm your host, Dragging Thomas Shoes. I have Aiden, okay, look at him, mate. Uh, instead of Monsieur Connor. Monsieur. Monsieur Connor. Because, um, you know, we're still doing the Jurassic Park yeah. franchise and we're at the end of Jurassic Park. We're on Jurassic Park 3. That's the, true. I've, I'm going to say the most hated Jurassic Park yeah. movie. It's mm. very much hated, which is weird for me because I fucking love this movie. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a masterpiece, but I actually really like it. I feel like it helps that it's a short movie. Mm. It's very fast paced. It's not like it stops to slow down and draw stuff out. It fast paced it. There's a lot more tension in moments. Mm. And the fucking Spinosaurus is just. But visually, it's probably the best looking one. Yeah. Like with all the, the CGI, the practicals. And it, everything just looks really good. It's easily the best mm. looking Jurassic Park movie before the new ones came yeah. out. Because obviously, it's, it shows the time. It's what? I want to say 2001. Mm. I want to say about two, what, 2001 this came out. I could be wrong. I'm going to check my source. And if I get it right, then I can clap myself. I got it right, 2001. This movie came out in 2001. So this is the only Jurassic Park movie we were born for. Oh my god. Uh, maybe that's why I enjoy it so much. Mm. It's only one. I'm about to it on VHS. I had it on DVD, I think. I said all this movie is I had it on VHS. It was a silver case. I didn't think about it. I did have one VHS. You I mean, used to have one. Yeah. VHS player. It probably was VHS. It was like a silver yeah. case and Spinosaurus logo on the front. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty VHS. I mean, I had all. Mm. I think I had all of them on VHS, but I just remember this one because unlike the other two, this mm-hmm. was like a different coloured case. Well, I only had this. Literally, I before watching the third one, I'd never watched Jurassic Park film. Oh. I only had the third one. I used to watch it a lot. Whereas I watched all of them probably by, by yeah. this point. And oh. then I remember watching the first one on the t- on the TV. Ah. Like ITV or something, like, like more than likely. Show films. More than likely. That's how I saw the first one. But I mean, I actually really enjoy this. Yeah, you mm-hmm. haven't got Jeff Goldblum in this one. It's the first one there, but it does yeah. bring back Sam Neill in a prominent role, and it also does bring back Laura Dern in a minor role. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed Sam Neill in this movie. It shows his character development from the first yeah. one, and the fact he's he's more with kids now. Mm. Uh, he's not fully. With the dig as usual, he's more like someone who, yeah, he just did the work, but he does go around lecturing to try and get mm. the funding to help fund the dig. Uh, he's got a new sidekick, obviously in form of <laughs> Billy, the new character. Um, obviously, yeah, again, just like the last one, the new characters aren't the greatest. Obviously, you've got mm. the family characters. You obviously, you've got the guy that you said looks like a nonce. Uh, you got uh, the one who looks, as you said, <laughs> Ellen. Ned De- Flanders. Ned, yes, Ned Flanders. You got Ned Flanders, Ellen Degenerate, <laughs> and then you got the 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 two. Not meant to look like mercenaries, but clearly look like mercenary mercenaries. Mm. You got the guy who's claiming to be a mercenary, and it's like, it's oh, doppelganger. I'm, not, dad's doppelganger. I'm not a mercenary. <laughs> I'm literally just someone who basically organises it. Like he, he's the he guy, books who, it. he's the, the booking agent that sits behind the desk. You desky, literally sounds like someone's just insulted him. Mm. You desky. Um, but yeah, the characters aren't the greatest. Obviously, you got the kid as well. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name. She shouted like a million times. Oh. Um, fuck, she shouted like a million times in this movie. 
The name's already... Eric. Eric. You got Eric. Um, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was trying to say his name to my head going, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But yeah, Eric, you got him as well. He's probably the more badass of the kids because he actually knows yeah. what he's doing for the fact he's lived on this island for eight weeks. Uh, for the fact that at the start, the opening of this is him and his uh, uncle uh, mm. getting stuck on the island. You find out his uncle's dead and he's stuck there for eight weeks surviving using T-Rex piss, uh, stuff from the vending machines and just basic supplies that mm. like a smart kid would use until obviously everyone else comes and helps him. And uh, yeah, he's probably like the best new characters because he's a bit more different to the other t- the kids because he's yeah. like this one who's running screaming. He's actually helping. Mm. So there is he, that. He saves Alan. Yeah, he does. He saves he saves Alan from the, com- uh, from yeah. the raptors and then the compies. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's, he's probably the best of the new characters. Uh, but in terms of dinosaurs, obviously, this is the Spinosaurus for the first time ever. Oh my god! Yeah. And the Spinosaurus digitally and practically looks really good. Mm. Um, we get obviously other stories like the Corythosaurus, uh, Cor- I think I said earlier. Yeah. Um, obviously, we get the. I've already forgot the red dinosaur's name. I said it. Oh my god! Yeah. We literally googled it while watching it. I forgot the fucking dinosaur. You get obviously the CGI was... red dinosaur oh. horn. It's noggin. And um, I, was, Caracus, I, was like, I mean, I had Caracus. Something like that. The carrot dinosaur, we'll call him Carrot, carrot Top, Carrot Top. Mm. Um, and obviously, we get obviously Ankylosaur for the first time. Um, we see obviously the Brachiosaurus and all that. We see all different dinosaurs, most from CG, which do look fucking really good. Mm. Um, and then obviously, the certain ones do get the practical counterparts Spinosaurus, T Rex. Um, I think some of the, te- uh, the obviously our aerial friends mm. are practical, some of them. Like the little ones are practical. Yeah, definitely. And I think some of the shots of the bigger ones, like the close-up shots are definitely a mm. practical, like head at least. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a different story because it's more a rescue mission mm. than before. Cause, yeah, you went there to get, a, obviously, Sarah back, but it wasn't more of a rescue. He was just there trying to convince her to come back, whereas mm. this is more of a, he's trapped. We need to go save him. And everything just fucks up along the way. Uh, obviously, raptors get redesigned. Obviously, mm. the male raptors at least have quills on their yeah. heads. Uh, compared to the female who looks like the basic ones from the mm-hmm. original, uh, which obviously helps you obviously see which ones are male and which ones are female. Which, which one's the leader as well. Which one's the alpha. Um, mm. And as I say, they look really good practically, and the CGI on them looks good as well. Mm. Um, what else we've got? Uh, obviously, the difference here compared to the last two is no Spielberg, mm. no John Williams. Two different people. One that has worked on the franchise, I don't know about the composer, but the director definitely like was like a producer or like st- uh, like on set hand mm. or something like that because most like sequels eventually someone who works on the movie in some way gets the fucking director's job uh, and it is obvious when you can tell that it's not that yeah he's got the family dynamic which usually mm. is in Spielberg movies but you can sort of tell that it's not a Spielberg movie just one of the things is about the runtime for the being an hour and a half most mm. Spielberg movies are quite long and drawn out whereas this isn't uh, but that does work in its favour I feel like an extra half hour. Just, it would have dragged. It would have dragged a bit too much because there's not much they can do. As soon as they got the mm. kid, that's it. You don't need anything else. You got the kid, you can get out of there. Everything can go wrong then and just get off the island. So mm. there is that option. I'll tell you, idea that it being short is what makes it a bit more edgy-ish, uh, fast-paced, entertaining mm. popcorn flick rather than this drawn-out, a uh, few fast-paced moments here and there, but slow-down moments here to breathe. Yeah, you just have these slow-down moments, but. They're not as long, which mm-hmm. helps it run better. Helps the pace. It helps the pace mm. a lot better than it would if it was a two-hour movie and they're slotting in these slow-down moments because 
I honestly can't really see where they'd put them in. Because when you're mm. watching it and you look at it, you go, no, that makes sense how that is that pace. When the characters actually need a breather, that's when the slow parts begin to be. Yeah, but obviously mm. they do that in a shorter way than yeah. like the old ones where it'd be like a, a 10 minute of them just talking and walking, whereas mm. this is more like a, a two minute, don't yeah. need too much. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't need to give a shit about any new characters, just mm-hmm. Alan. Needs to care about Alan, and you've already learnt who about Alan yeah. already. So it's just a case of get this done, just, just fucking go for it, and it it does it does go for it. And there's a lot of really cool sequences in this movie. Uh, the start as a Spinosaurus introduction is really well done. Mm. Uh, the fact that it's showcasing that it's got longer arms, so it can like rip by see the plane a bit more, push it around. Its snout can actually go into the plane further and drag people out. Um, obviously the T Rex fight. And that comes into play, and it's showing the fact that this is a stronger creature than the T Rex. And mm. um, obviously, the raptor scenes when it's chasing them through the pack of dinosaurs into the forest, when it's showing the fact that these raptors are using a, a live person as bait to try and draw people mm. in. And obviously, that. And then obviously, you got the uh, second Spinosaurus scene, which is a bit of a quicker one. But then you got the uh, obviously the dome scene when they're inside the obviously aviary. It's showcasing the more like, scarier. It's dark, it's mistier. There's a lot going on here, and then of course you got the boat scene uh, with the Spinosaurus to end. Yeah, yeah, you got the raptor scene at the end, but that's mm. quite quick. It's not drawn out massively. Obviously, big scenes. The Spinosaurus end fight is quite big because, as I said, it's, a lot of it's done practically. A lot of that sequence is practical, it's like an actual fucking metal cage with them in underwater. The Spinosaurus actually being obviously a prop rather than a CGI counterpart. Yes, it cuts the CGI towards mm. the end of the fight, but that's because the fire. But even when the fire happens, some of the shots it's practical. It's a practical yeah. Spinosaurus within the fire. Uh, so that is really well done. The only time it's really like CG is when it's going for the guy you know, mm. it's in the crane. Oh, it's when it's moving really quick, that's the only time it's really CG. Um, but most of it in that sequence is practical, and mm. I will give a lot of credit for them going the practical route of there. They could have just gone CG of it attacking and only the practical close-ups of the head trying to go for the cage, but it doesn't. Um, and obviously you've got that, that intercut with obviously the Ellie coming back into it at the end. Mm-hmm. Obviously the humorous thing of uh, the kid trying to find his mom, but gets distracted by Barney the dinosaur. And it's intercut. Like they're there screaming for their lives as this fire yeah. attacking. And it cuts back, ABC and one, two, three. And it's just like, well, this is like the weirdest of cuts. Mm. It's It's funny. It's really like well cut for the fact that it's people basically dying, mm. and then it's some a kid just having fun watching Barney the dinosaur. That's quite a funny like way of them cutting it. But it's very similar to the terrifying cut from the first, the, the last movie with the with the family screaming. Yeah. It's cut to Jeff Goldblum yawning. It's that kind of cut. But this is not like one cut. It's like back and forth, back and forth between them mm. screaming, uh, trying to grab the phone, and then this kid watching Barney the dinosaur, uh, and then trying to tell his mom the dinosaur man's coming. Because it, obviously mm. he calls the, in the dinosaur man because he plays dinosaurs with him, which is quite cute. Um, but yeah, that, that, I understand why he gets hate, mm-hmm. but I don't hate it. Honestly, I prefer it to the Lost World, uh, probably because of the shorter runtime and the Spinosaurus being a major part of the storyline. Um, but yeah, that, I don't know why he gets so much hate. Maybe it's because it's not Spielberg behind it. Like yeah. he hasn't has. Well, as you look at Jurassic World, he had a lot of creative control. Spielberg did. He was a producer, but he was on set. Mm. He was hands on. Yeah, don't do that. Do this. Whereas this, I don't think he was. He was more. He stepped back and I've probably doing smells at this point. Two thousand and one. What was? 
Davenport run at this point, or was that a bit earlier than that? Mm. It was. It was probably doing something at this point. Maybe AI. Maybe AI was this point. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'd have to Google that later on. Uh, but yeah, you can tell that he's not on it. Maybe that's why it wasn't as loved. Like people love Spielberg. Maybe it's just the fact that they can tell that he's not behind this. Mm. Uh, the fact John Williams' iconic score is in there, but I don't mind the score. I think it's quite decent. Yeah, there's a lot of callbacks to the old score, which, yeah. if you think about it, the last one yeah. had anyway. The last one had a lot of callbacks, but there's a lot of new themes. Like I like the uh, a- uh, aviary theme when you hear the drum mm. beating before you see the shadowy spectre in the fucking mist, and it's like, oh, shit. I like that aspect. But I do like the aviary scene in general. I like mm. the, the build-up of it, uh, and then obviously the the noble sacrifice of Billy, who obviously, spoiler alert, doesn't die. Um, but I like the fact that unlike the first, the last movie when the guy kind of accidentally died, yeah. this is more of him literally throwing himself off a cliff with a parachute to try and save mm-hmm. the kid. And he know he clearly knows when he jumps it's that redemption arc. Though. Yeah, it's redemption for stealing the eggs. But he clearly yeah. knows at this point that there's a chance that he's not getting back up from this. Obviously he does, but mm. uh, it's done really well for the fact that he completely doesn't save the kid. He, he distracts him enough to get the kid yeah. away, but he doesn't save him because he completely misses uh, and then gets attacked by the, obviously, uh, pterosaurs and whatnot. And then on top of that, there's a whole the whole bit in the water when he's actually running, which is, I think, one of the shots of the DVD case or the Blu-ray case. Mm. Uh, you actually, that is the what they use for the separate Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 3 uh, edition. They use that shot of him running with him behind which is a really cool shot. And uh, obviously when they get him in the water, there's the moment where you see the blood and you think, he's dead. Mm. He's dead. And then at the end, it's like, oh no, he's back. He's on the chopper now, everyone. Here's your hat. So that's your redemption arc. You didn't just save the kid. You saved Alan's hat. And that, that, mm. that goes far. It's in, more important. That goes far <laughs> in my book, saving Alan's hat. <laughs> oh, it's just, I just don't get the hate I, I just really like this movie i think most of the hate probably comes from like said, no spielberg no john williams but also the whole fact that they kill a t-rex off and yeah like a lot of people, I, did, well. I think a lot of people were pissed by that but i mean yeah because i think back in t-rex was like the most i mean it's the poster boy favorite dinosaur the poster boy isn't it it's the logo yeah it's like oh this is one of these in every single one i mean you should realize straight away you should realize straight away when you look at the logo for that one it's a yeah. spinosaurus you should know straight away t-rex is a <clears> bitch <throat> but i mean so people can get pissed off with dominion for the fact the opening kills off a t-rex yeah maybe not with the main t-rex right. in the movie but are people gonna get pissed off at that fact i think it's some people are just a bit pissy about stupid things like that yeah i mean i didn't mind that i mean at the end of the day spinosaurus is a stronger beast it was gonna kill off a t-rex You've had two movies with a T-Rex running riot. You need something different here. So it makes sense switching it up to something that, as seen by the water scene, can go in different places. It can mm. swim. It can run on land. It's just a more ferocious beast. It literally kills T-Rex by snapping its neck. That shows how much of a beast it really is. Because if you think about it, uh, the T-Rex, the first one, it, was, it wasn't really after them. It just kept yeah. accidentally finding them. Second one, it was going after the blood on the jacket, so it wasn't targeting them. It was just after it smelled the blood. Mm-hmm. And this one, the Spinosaurus, is generally hunting, hunting them. Down. It is basically doing what the raptors did in the lung grass in mm-hmm. part two. So this shows why the T-Rex had to die at the start. Obviously, mm-hmm. they could have maybe done it at the end where it saved them and sacrificed itself, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's doing it straight away shows who the real beast on this island yeah. is, which is 
you know, pretty cool. You can see, like, it's a lot more intelligent than T-Rex. It knows to break the neck. It knows, obviously... To wait. To wait. And there's a whole the whole thing when they're all, like... Who, whose phone's... It's not... I didn't have the phone. You had the phone. No, it was... Like, uh, Nash. Nash. Nash had the phone. And the whole turn. And he's there waiting Watching for them. Watching them. Like, it knows they're going to start running. I'll wait for them to see. He wants... I think, I think he wants them to Yeah, to acknowledge the fact that... Oh, this is going to be fun. Like, it's yeah. a hunter. It's basically the Indominus Rex of this movie. Mm. It wants them to run so it can hunt them like they mm. are the animals, which in this case, they basically are the animals of the yeah. movie. And then you got the point of uh, the fact that he realizes it's trapped behind these bars and it's like, well, that's not going to stop me. And just plow straight through yeah. to get its prey. Like, it, they managed to find like a hole, get through, and he's just like, okay, mm. you're free. But I'm not stopping it. I'm coming after you no matter what. Mm. Straight through the bars. I'm coming after you now. Like that, I just love the Spinosaurus. I absolutely love it. This and Dinosaur King is what makes me love Spinosaurus. Mm. And I think it's the documentary series Planet Dinosaur, mm. um, which was on the BBC. It was the opening episode, if I remember it was about the Spinosaurus. And that was pretty cool. So, I mean, it's a, it's a really cool dinosaur. I mean, the fact yeah. that it's like the sale. I mean, they make reference when they first, after the first seat, they're like, Oh, what was that? And obviously Billy's like, oh, it's the Baryonyx. Uh, he's like, nah. It's mm. I think it's Sukumimus first because the, mm. the the mouth is like the the mouth is really long. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, no, I think bigger. Baryonyx. And he's like, not with that sale. He's like, Spinosaurus, uh, Spinosuchus Egypt, uh, Egypticus, something mm. like that. He says, uh, which is probably the most like uh, uh, actual name they've given like one of these animals. I don't think yeah. they've ever like going into detail in terms the of like their actual proper name. He's like, no, it's a Spinosaurus Egypticus, which is Spinosaurus, which is really cool. Mm. It's just, I, 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 just don't, I just don't hate the movie. I don't. It's, it's no, it's no masterpiece. It's yeah. not. It's not perfect anyway. I wouldn't say it's the best film. I ever. mean, you had a better idea for how Alan could go to the island, didn't you? Yeah. The idea of like instead of it being like this random like Family couple, son. just like my son, like they even tell him, oh, reason why we're here now, oh, my son. You would think like you go. Why would he go over to the island just for what some money because they want to go like look at the island? Well, like... obviously the idea with that is the fact that he's going above the island. Yeah. He's not going to the island. It's like oh, it's basically essentially it's a quick bit of money. Yeah. But then they should realize from the first one. Realize, like, yeah, yeah like, I'll be, I offered like quick bit of money just to look at the island yeah, before. Yeah, I wouldn't go that. But obviously, in this case, it is the idea of I'm going to be above the island, so you can sort of be like, okay, I can, mm. I can let that slide just a little bit. I'm just flying above it. But, but a better idea would have been if it like it wasn't their son, but it was his son. Yeah, it was Alan's son, yeah. Because like, then from a previous like yeah, it, it, like a previous relationship before Ellie or something, mm. or, or maybe theirs. They shared, but he looks after maybe or something. The whole idea of see when you look at timeline wise, it'd have to be before yeah. they got together, mm. or if they were together before. Uh, it makes sense being before like a previous marriage or something, mm. and obviously yeah, then there's the idea of because he's not older. the old the older <laughs> the older guy who was with the kid would then be like that family's a uh, mm. brother or son or something yeah uh, like something related to them and obviously that gives them the uh, reason for both teams mm. being there at the same time, which would make sense. Like they could have even not even gone together. They could have gone separately and like yeah. met in the middle. I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on here? It's like, oh yeah, shit. We're both mm. here for the same basic reason. Like. The whole plot point of the first one is making him actually kind of want kids now. Yeah. And then they never show him having kids. And at the start of this one, it shows you again, he likes kids for the fact that he's yeah, with... Yeah, uh, he's fine with kids now. He's with Charlie. Mm. He likes... He's not 
there. Yeah, it's because uh, that's the thing. That's what you said. You like the idea that the fact they build it up looking like it's, it's their, their kids. Because I mean, so obviously she's holding the baby. Obviously Charlie's mm. playing with the dinosaurs, and then next minute the dad actually turns up and it's like, yeah. oh, okay, it's not with them. So it, it is that idea. It's that idea of obviously teasing you like, oh shit, they actually mm. got stayed together. I had the kid, and it's like, no, 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 they broke up. See, as because I watched this one before watching the first one, I never thought they were together. So I just thought they were just friends. And then they were friends in the first one. I didn't realize they were together. So it's like... It's like, it's not really obvious in the first yeah. one until Jeff Goldblum makes that quote. So it's like, yeah. oh, is she like, single? And it's like, no, she's not. And it's like, oh, you're together. At the same time, you really acknowledge the fact that these two are a couple. And then obviously it, this one, it's like, oh yeah, they're not a couple anymore. They broke up at some point between mm. one and three. It's never explained why they broke up. Because uh, as, as we said, it can't really be over the fact that he didn't want kids because he kind of is okay with kids now. Yeah. Unless he's okay with other people's kids, it's not okay with having his own. Maybe that's why. Mm. Who knows? But I then I gave you the idea of a wife. Billy was like a, a long, like his son from, like, as I said, yeah. previous marriage, and then that would give more emotion when Billy, uh, when he betrays him by getting the eggs, mm -hmm. and then the uh, more, even more emotion of when he thinks he's lost him to that moment. Because mm -hmm. I mean, that was pretty, a, a pretty like sad moment when he's there like, screaming "No, Billy!" as he jumps off, and then you see him shake Billy in the background. That's quite an emotional scene. That would have been a lot more emotion within that mm -hmm. if Billy was his son. Obviously, previous marriage because at the end of the day, I explained this to you already. Fucking obviously, there's a big gap between obviously age wise with Laura Dern and yeah. uh, Sam Neill in the first one. There's like a 20 year age gap. So by the point of this one, he would have been in his 50s at least. So Billy's white, he's got to be in his 30s. So mm. that could have been like a reckless thing that happened when he was in his 20s. Mm. And that's obviously that's what hate made him hate kids in the first one. But then when he liked them, he reconnected with his yeah. son. And they actually teamed up on digs and what. And like, the idea of some never calling him dad. He just calls him Alan. Until maybe like, even when, ends, maybe. Even when he's a raptor, he calls him Alan. Yeah. Alan. Alan. Remember cool idea, like, at the end when he still yeah. survived. That's when he goes, hey dad, here's your hat or something like that. Oh, here's your hat, dad. dad. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'd like, someone's cutting up onions in front of me. It's so, <laughs> it's so sad. It's, it's a really sad moment. Oh. But now, uh, they went with this sort of plot. You know, this, mm. this is the reason we should be writing these movies. When we have the, the more cooler, more emotional arcs mm -hmm. that so, like fully solidifies reasons from the first movie mm. and not just random things in here. Wow. This is, this is why you should hire us. Our scripts may be lazy, but we know the good story. The overall story is good. It's just the actual details. But, yeah, just the details and the dialogue is just like, really bad. Don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Let's hire us on the story, but it's this. Someone else can fucking fix the writing. Yeah. Let's pass it around, people. Um, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of things that they could have done different here, which would have made it better. Mm. But again, I still don't hate this movie. Like, That's how you know I don't hate it. I said it's so slow then. I yeah. don't hate this movie. It's like... How as oh, a kid, someone's going to cut that together now and say, I hate this movie. I'm like, oh, fuck, I said it then. I've, I've, I've made it easier for him. Oh, it's like I watched it just this one on its own as a kid, so the fact that it it can still work at its own film, yeah, is that's a good sequel anyway. At least you could watch this, you know, nothing about the other Jurassic Parks, and it's fine because it's still kind of introduced the idea yeah. of these are dinosaurs. 
Yeah, I think obviously the main Chris, obviously we pointed out as well. Obviously, mm. yeah, the Raptor scene when he's uh, St. Alan is in the dream. That's stupid. Yeah, but stupid. we said this, the fact that he's seen the quilled version of Raptors, which yeah. he's never seen, that would have made sense being the classic Raptors from the first one or even just the female one. Because that one looks a lot similar to the first one. Yeah, obviously, it, 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 it's just his dream, so he yeah. could have coloured it any way he wanted to. So that would have made sense rather than the quill version that we, he does see. Mm. Yeah, the scene's stupid in general. But it makes no sense being in the quill version that mm. pops up in front of him going, Alan! Alan! That just didn't make any sense. Uh, but I do like the fact that the idea with this one, as I said to you, the, first, the last one they had the hunters there with the trunks and that. Mm -hmm. They were ready for this. This one has mercenaries with guns and yet they still get slaughtered so quickly. Wait. Like it's even shown you at the start with obviously um, Cooper with the mm. big rifle that one shot from this big explosion you're dead and it's like oh okay this, even the guy says oh it's a walk in the park it's easy peasy instantly Cooper gets murdered by the spiny yeah. instantly Nash gets murdered by the spiny not so long later fucking um, Udesky uh, gets killed mm. by the raptors uh, it's just like it's just funny to think that they're unlike any other movie they've been built yeah. to fight and yet they're taking it so fucking quick. And yet the ones that survive are a fucking uh, a hardware store man. Uh, someone who's crashed their car three times. They totaled their car three times. Twice. Two times at least. One was just to the, the SUV. Yeah. Um, an old guy who's just about surviving dinosaur attacks twice. Mm. And then a kid who's been stuck on their own for eight weeks. And it's like, it's like okay, they survive. Like, normal people survive. Mm. People that are built for the situation die so quickly. <laughs> It's just so humorous to watch. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of something else here as well. Um, I can't think of much else. I mean, it's a short movie, so you can't really say too much. I mean, we've talked about the practical yeah. effects looking good. The special effects looking actually the best they've ever been at this point. Um, characters being a bit bland, apart from, mm. like, two. Um story being meh but still okay still entertaining works for its own sequel if they happen to worry too much if you haven't seen the others um i'm actually i've literally i think we've covered all yeah. the bases it's that we quite can, a quick film so. it is a quick film so uh it's pretty let's just keep moving forward then yeah. so rating wise as i said again i don't hate this movie i don't know how many times i can specify i don't hate this movie mm. uh but I don't think it's anything it's above the standard I said was set yeah. with Lost World. So on that note, I would again give it a silver egg for an 8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. It's uh, is silver. Great, I think silver stands mm -hmm. for. Uh, it's a great movie. And stop hating on it because I killed the T-Rex off. You cry babies. <laughs> yeah. I'd say eight as well. It would have got a nine if it had Jeff Goldblum in it. But... So, so you give it a silver Jeff. Give it a silver. A silver Jeff. <laughs> I mean, that just makes my job so simple. It's just a, mm. the chat cave overall rating of eight out of ten. Mm. Um, okay, MVP. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> He's not in the film, but he deserves it. <laughs> um, I want to say the kid. Mm. I know Alan's in it and he's great, but I want to give... No, you know what? Let's give it to the dinosaur. Let's give it to the Spinosaurus. Yeah. For coming in and stealing the show. 
and it's pissing off a lot of people for what he did. And we're probably going to piss off a lot of people giving it to the yeah. Spinosaurus. We'll get to him. But I mean, Spinosaurus is the greatest thing in this movie. So I want to give it to the Spinosaurus. I mean, uh, this Spinosaurus, it knows comedy, comedy timing. If I just wait there, like, with the phone. Yeah, it's like, come on, son. I ain't got all day. So yeah, I oh. feel like Spinosaurus gets the MVP. Mm. I don't know why we never thought about giving dinosaurs MVP awards before. Oh, yeah. We never thought of it, did we? Oh, well, I think of everything. Because Jeff Goldblum's there. So yeah, he like... you know, just mesmerised us. I mean, blood, yeah. blood for me was rushing elsewhere. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Spinosaurus MVP. Uh, Runner-up. I definitely think the idea for the kid. I, mm-hmm. I do like Sam Neill's character, but I don't like the fact that, uh, obviously, they're split up and there's... He gets shafted. He gets way. shafted, basically. Mm. I like the fact the kid managed to survive on this island for eight weeks by himself. Yeah. I think that shows, but basically, is this surviving character. So, I do like the fact that... So, I feel like that should be the reason why we give him... The MVP on this case mm-hmm. because he is a, he's smarter than any kids we've had so far in this franchise. He's more badass than any kids we've had in this mm-hmm. franchise, and he's not just running around screaming like the kids we've had in this franchise. Oh yeah, because he basically has the knowledge of uh, um, Tim from the first movie, but then he has the badass side of uh, one of the adults, mm. uh, the brave side of say like Jeff Goldblum when he's obviously running with the flare, or Billy when he's jumping off the. Mm. Uh, the railings to save him. He has that smart aspect. He's not someone who's just running away and screaming like yeah. most of the kid characters so far. He's someone who actually gets stuck in and he's actually doing mm. a good job. He's so. like he's basically like a version of Alan. Yeah. He even, has, even has his own claw. Yeah, which is why we said obviously he would have worked better. So even he even makes the comment of, Oh, I read your book preferred you before you were on the island when you liked dinosaurs. Yeah, for the first one because that's when when you actually liked dinosaurs. I, I read I was I like the bit when uh, mm. Alan's like pestering and I was like so you read Malcolm's book and he's like, yeah, I just thought he was a bit preachy. He's like, a bit confusing with the chaos. Too, too much chaos. Too much chaos. <laughs> I do like the fact that they do acknowledge Malcolm in this. Yeah. And the fact that he uh, he was the one on this island last time. Mm. And obviously the, that's the whole reason they kidnap Alan. He's like, oh, you know the island? He's like, I went to site A. This is site B. I did not go there. Which is obviously showing instant at the start mm. when the, he's in that lecture and they're like, oh, hands are up. Anything not to do Jurassic Park, hands are down. Some hands are still up. Anything that's not to do San Diego, yeah. because I was not there, hands down. Gets two questions instead about raptors mm. and studying dinosaurs. So, yeah, definitely the kid gets the run-up. Uh, Eric gets the run-up on that one. I don't know the kid's name in real life, so, yeah, just Eric. Eric. Um, okay, then, so, favourite moment? Mm, I would definitely say, the, basically, the Spiny vs. T-Rex. Because it, it establishes... Because for the first two films, the T-Rex has been shown to the big bad. It's like the big, the overpower one, the one that will kill all these people. The one that defeats the Velociraptor, which have been shown to be quite strong. And then we get the Spiny to just fucking break its neck. And it's like, it completely changes everything we've always known. Like, even the logo is different. And says so Spinosaurus now instead. Yeah. It's to... It's quite a bit, it basically, get, everyone thinks... T-Rex is going to be the strong one. And bam. Spiny. It sets up how strong this guy is. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, you bitch. You took my one. I don't like having the same ones. I like <laughs> I like being different. I like everyone having a different yeah. moment that stands out. I, don't get me wrong. I fucking agree with you there. 100% mm-hmm. that is probably the best moment. But if I was to pick a backup moment... Um, I would... Alan! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Alan. No, uh, I'd probably give it to the final Spiny fight. Uh, with the boat for the fact that the, mm. it's practical it's a pra- you know me I love movies that go practical rather than digital and yes there is the digital shots 
but it's a smooth transition into it. Mm. It's the zoom out shot, but I like the fact that the whole cage scene in the water is practical. That they're underwater, spinning around. I like, I think if you watch, I think behind the scenes for this, you actually get to see them filming that, and they are on the in a water environment, spinning in this mm. cage. So that's realistic. And I think that divers then obviously pass them obviously uh, oxygen every now and again, so they keep filming. So there's that. And obviously, I said the fact that Spinosaurus is practical doing the attacks, that's really cool. Mm. And then I like the fact that uh, obviously it gives the dad the redeem the, the moment. Cause, uh, like the last one where they brought up the gymnastics early on, the dad early on brings up, oh, I've lost weight because I've been swimming. She's like, oh, you swimming? What? You hate swimming? And then at the end, he's swimming. He climbs on the obviously the, the crane to distract the spiny from his son. Obviously, at that point, he's sort of ex wife, but then mm. at the end, his wife. And then the fact that obviously Alan swims out with the flare is like, and sets it on fire, and the spine is just like, <laughs> the spine is literally at this point like, you know, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. I like that, and obviously then the build up from that of her uh, when they think the dad's dead because he fell it off mm. before the spiny left, and obviously she's there complaining to him, she's like, oh, you're an asshole. She's basically having a go at him, like <laughs> insulting this dead guy for the fact that he's just died and left her alone, even though they're basically alone anyway because they split up. But she's insulting him for leaving her alone. And next minute he pops out the wall and he's like, I ain't going anywhere. What the <laughs> hell are you on a bed? And they're all hugging. And Alan's just like, you're, you're okay, Ned Flanders. You're okay. Uh, but yeah, I probably would have to give it to the spiny end fight in the water. Mm-hmm. It's the, I think it's the build-up as well that helps it. Yeah. But you hear the, you hear like some noises, like weird noises. And it's raining, it's dark, the lightning. And he's the spine. I think that's what mm. sells it more for me is the spine coming out because he's trying to obviously talk to the kid on the phone and he's the spine come out the water like fucking Bruce the shark's uh, fin and jaws mm. and then obviously it takes him out and I said the cut in between them screaming for their lives dying while the kids listen to Barney the Dinosaur on TV that is quite good so yeah I definitely have to say the end fight with Spinosaurus for me um, obviously one other thing I wanted to bring up which we keep forgetting to do is obviously mm. ranking these in order so I'll kick it off. Uh, obviously, first is obviously Jurassic Park. It's simple. It's the highest rating we yeah. give. I'd have to say Jurassic Park three in second. Honestly, I think it, maybe it's because I grew up with more with this than I did with Lost World. Because mm. I have seen this probably a lot more than I have Lost World. So I feel like that is why that goes second for me, and then Lost World in third. Obviously, that's how I'd rank this original trilogy, and obviously mm. then you just have to include the others as we go along. But I'd definitely say one, three, and two is my ranking of them. I mean, yours is obvious because you've actually rated them a lot differently. <laughs> one, order. two, three. In order. One, two, three. It's simple with you. It's fucking really simple. <laughs> uh, just to drag out time, it's a little bit more because we're running, mm. running short. Um, how would you say it's worked well as a trilogy? Because obviously this is the end of the Jurassic yeah. Park trilogy because then it's just to Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. So how would you say it's done, is it done well as a trilogy? Obviously they're not fully connected but there are references mm. but how do you think it's worked well as like, in the trilogy? Like, it wraps everything up really well. We know what happens to Ellie and Alan. It obviously shows you in this third film. And this one feels more like the last adventure. You know I mean, it's more like this is he's retired. Yeah. Not going into there. Oh, fucking, I'll come to this this one last mission kind of thing. But it works as a... If, it, if there was no more if there no Jurassic World films, it would still work as a final. Because everyone got their last say. Because Jeff got, yeah. obviously, Ian got his one in Lost World, mm. his, his end arc, and Alan got and Ellie got theirs in mm. Just Part Three. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't major in Just Part Three, but it gave her end arc. She got kids that she wanted, yeah. 
and she got the family she really wanted. Yeah, essentially, she got that Mm. ending, whereas he got the ending of going facing his fear back on the island Mm. and dealing with the threat head on again. And obviously, yeah, that's probably the best way to really put it is everyone got their last moment. Because if you think about it, everyone's at least appeared in two so far. The kids got the first two. Yeah, they only had a brief moment in the second one, but you can't really do much with them. Mm. Obviously, Hammond got his first, the first two, because obviously, he obviously announced that oh, sight B's a thing, mm. um, and the fact that he's he's clearly not well at this point compared to how he was in the yeah. first one. Uh, obviously, I say Ian got one and two, where it showed these two different sides to him. Alan got one and three, where it showed the, again two different sides of him. Uh, mm. And obviously Ellie again, one and three. So I do like the fact that each main one who survived the original mm-hmm. encounter on Jurassic Park have at least been acknowledged in the sequels. Mm-hmm. And not like uh like how Jaws went after the second one. Like it basically ignored everyone mm-hmm. apart from the fourth one which brought back the mom and the kid. Like the third one just brought back the kids, paid by someone else, and just acknowledged the fact that yeah. oh yeah, the mom and dad do exist, they're just not here. Whereas this is actually physically shown, they do still exist within this franchise. And obviously then we cut them to Jurassic World, where second one brings back Ian, mm. third one brings back all three. Uh, so I do like, I do agree, it's, it is like a good closing chapter. A lot of people will disagree with the idea of the fact mm. that they hate this movie. Uh, but I think it definitely is a good closing chapter for these movies, because I, I do feel like this movie is needed because of Alan not being part of Lost World, mm. because he was like the main character of one, and it makes no sense him not being around once more. Yeah. So it is a, a good closing chapter for him, since Ian's got his already. But obviously it's not the closing chapter, it's the, it's the beginning of a, different... of a different story, for the fact that mm. it, this is this, basically them shutting the book, but the book's not fully yeah. completed. And then next is going to be the swan song, which everyone's expecting at least one of them to die in Dominion. A lot of people are expecting Ellie to basically die in that. Hmm. A lot of people are, and obviously that gives more emotion to Alan. That's what a lot of people are expecting, one of them to at least die, which makes sense, because this is the end of the drastic saga. Hmm. It makes sense one of your OG stars dying. So, I mean, it's like that Halloween. Yeah. They're... they're building up for, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis to hmm. die in Halloween ends, and Michael to finally die like they've built up their saga over all these years they're finally building up for an actual decent finale rather than mm. resurrection where they blatantly just killed off Jamie Curtis at the start or Halloween 4 when they killed her off screen and didn't even it's just like a newspaper article saying oh yeah she died in a car crash mm. it's like it's built up ready for one of them to finally die and put clothes to Jurassic Park for good and then whatever they do after this obviously it's just not Jurassic anymore mm. It could be Cretaceous. It could be a uh, Triassic. So, prehistoric. <laughs> pre- oh, just call it prehistoric. They can't call it prehistoric parks. That's the thing. They can't now. Copyright reasons say BBC say you can't do that. Was not ITV? Sorry, ITV wasn't it? Oh, might have been. I think it was ITV, not BBC. Try to say British. We are talking about ITV and BBC. I think Br- I think BBC was like um, Walking Dinosaurs and Planet Dinosaur. Mm. Yeah, a prehistoric so- park was ITV, if I remember correctly. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, because yeah. there was adverts. Yeah, I remember adverts. So, yeah, I feel like this is a, a decent end for all their stories, this trilogy, mm-hmm. before they get brought back for the last entry. So, yeah. Close the book. 
but not fully closed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, if it was like, if it doesn't, if there was never any Jurassic World things, it'd work fine. Yeah, it's though. fine. Everyone's no, had their nice conclusion. Everyone's had at least two movies out of it. Yeah. But obviously, you know, the Jurassic World, everyone gets the extra movie. Obviously, Jeff Goldblum mm. gets the extra, extra one because that glorified cameo that was in Demi uh, Fallen Kingdom. But everyone loves Jeff Goldblum. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, that, that cameo was way better than Independence Day 2 altogether. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, your thoughts and feelings on Jurassic Park 3 in the comments, uh, if you did hate it, or if you're the odd ones like us that actually enjoyed the movie, uh, tell us. Uh, and tell us how you, what you're looking forward to. <clears throat> what, you, uh, what you were looking forward to the mm. most going, when they announced Jurassic World was going to be a thing. Like, so there's a big gap, 20, 2001 to 24, 15, I think. Something like that. There's a huge time gap, so obviously you think that's the end. Mm. No, it's there's more to come. Like, what you were looking forward to most heading into that new saga, uh, which obviously is something we're going to cover as we go along. Uh, so obviously in two weeks, we will be doing Jurassic World, the reboot mm -hmm. sequel, Requel, I think they call it. Scream Five, yeah, a requel, a movie we've. Oh no, without legacy characters, that one was. Apart from like a picture of John Hammond, yeah, all the statue. like go back to the old facility. I, f I feel like the legacy character now is just a T Rex. That's oh, the legacy yeah, character. T Rex and the T shirt the guy wears. Oh, he has the he has the props, doesn't he? he has the, <clears> the, the, <throat> the T shirt, and she's like, <clears throat> oh, it's like people died there. Why are you wearing that? Yeah, so those are probably the two legacy characters of the movie. <clears throat> So yeah, two weeks, Jurassic World, we'll cover that. Uh, obviously, kind of more than likely back in between then. Uh, so if he's not, then we shall see you when we do Jurassic World next time. Uh, till next time. Bye.